You know, I've got a couple more minutes with T. Krulos, and this is this is amazing because I, you know, I mentioned it before. I'm big on shameless plugs for myself, uh, so I hope you don't mind. But on you know, fascinating gadgets, gizmos, gear-based technology is my other podcast. At the end, I always say you want to be a superhero, not a supervillain. But I got to tell you, after learning about the supervillain, a real-life supervillain <laughs> movement, I may go to the dark side. Uh, so tell me a little bit about how you saw this, and then I can tell you how I saw this. Yeah. Um, so I started, you know, exploring the real life superhero stuff and, um, I didn't hear anything about this except at one point I joined a real life superhero forum. Like they had a website and a forum and people were upset by this video. And so, uh, I checked out the video. Oh, I forget the villain's name. He was like the Mm -hmm. first, but it was this guy and he had like, pantyhose stretched <laughs> over his face and like a fedora and, and uh he was just he was had, was like talking in this you know cheesy super villain voice and uh he was just ripping on real life superheroes <laughs> you know like he was this geist who i mentioned who i've met many times and uh and quite a few other villains he mentioned by name and it was just so dumb and like it was obviously like some kid who had discovered their real life superheroes and he wanted to troll yeah, them right. by shooting this video but uh some of the real life superheroes were were actually upset by it and then it kind of it soon there was more and more of these real life supervillains who are not doing like actual acts of right. evil but they were also sort of trolls yeah. they would that's you know, what they are some That's of them what they had, are. They're trolls. They're yeah, they're trolls. Yeah. They're trolling all the superheroes. Yeah, right. And some of them had blogs, and some of them would make short videos. You know, uh, I think a couple of them even had like a, you know, um, blog talk radio shows, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I I always just thought it was it was kind of fun. I was like, I get it, uh, but you know, I think some of them had some pretty legitimate criticisms too. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least criticisms that were worth thinking about. Um, you know, why, what motivation these people had. Um, right. You know, some of the real life superheroes um, would sometimes do a handout patrol where they would hand food and supplies to homeless people and they would videotape it, uh, which was kind of insensitive. And so, you know, they'd be like, you know, why do you have to film yourself? doing this and um you know why are you trying to get an ego boost and credit for things that you know the red cross and other organizations do without the expectation of being like a a star about it Mm -hmm. so i was like um i I thought it was very interesting uh i met a couple of them in person in seattle they told me they gave me an address and said that it was their super villain headquarters. And when <laughs> I showed up, it was a hot dog restaurant. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I was like, all right. So I did an interview with them and they seem like kind of normal, like nerdy type of very similar actually to the real life superhero. Just, you know, not as found it to be, um, I don't know, kind of offensive to their senses or whatever. So, uh, but some of them were really very saccharine. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of them were very funny. There was a guy named Lord Malignance, and he really <laughs> he went all out. He had this um, 
mask that he had made and a lab coat and uh he had a a, a wall a hall of evil hanging on his wall that had like dick cheney and you know <laughs> other other people and um yeah he always started his videos by saying i am lord malignance and you will crouch before me <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like of all, I mean, again, in a weird way, there's this thin line between real life superhero and real life supervillain because they are all into the same stuff. But in some ways, it's almost like I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say this without borderline being offensive, but it's like the real life superheroes in some way are almost they're a little Pollyanna in that they think that what they're doing is good and they're everyone's going to love them and, you know, they're, they're doing the right thing. And it's a little naive. And in some ways, these real life supervillains are the cynics. Like they're yeah, the people yeah. who realize you can't really do good. There's always a problem with it. You know, um, even what you're saying, it's like, well, I used to have that problem with Shaq because Shaq would always donate millions of dollars and always have to get that photo op. And then someone else said, well, you know, he's still doing a lot of good stuff. Who cares if he wants the photo op? And it's like, yeah, okay. That, if it's good for his brand, of course it doesn't matter. But it, you know, you, the first instinct is like, oh, stop taking pictures of yourself. And the second thing is like, well, he wants to. And if that's the, if if that's the what you do to get a million dollars, you know, from from a celebrity, like who cares, right? Yeah. But in some ways, like this real life supervillains have latched onto these truths, and they are the trolls, they are the cynics. But in a lot of ways, they are like pro wrestling in that they get that it's a joke. They're just, yeah. it's just a joke. And to them, it's just funny. And the fact that the real life superheroes would even get offended by it. Show, that, that's what they want. I'm an older brother. <laughs> what you want is the reaction, right? If you're, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, and your brother doesn't care at all, then you stop. If they're like, man, mom, you're like, oh, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to fart in your face. I'm going to give you a Dutch oven. Like, you just escalate, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> and that yeah. felt like the real-life supervillains. That was my impression. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, totally. And uh, one of the people who really, you know, uh, fell into that was, was Phoenix Jones, there was a, a guy in Seattle who called himself Rex Velvet. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he had this like ridiculously comical villain costume. He had the like the snidely whips, whiplash, <laughs> fake mustache, yeah, and a, yeah, bowl, yeah. a bowler yeah. hat and an eye patch. I mean, it was like the most cartoonish take on a, a villain you could. And he made these videos where he was like threatening Phoenix Jones and, and he took it very seriously. He was very really? angry at this guy. He he talked about like challenging him to a fight on a radio show. And I was like, come on, dude, it's just like a joke. It's like it's such an obvious joke. Like he's not trying to be an actual supervillain. Um, some, sometimes they did make, uh, an alliance, uh, some real life superheroes, uh, especially the California initiative who I mentioned, um, they befriended some real life supervillains because they thought, you know, they're like, we get it. This is kind of fun. And they participated in some charity events together. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So there was, a there was some people who kind of got it, that it was a fun part of it. I was going to say, that's someone who gets it. And I don't, look, I don't, you know, Phoenix Jones. I don't. Him reacting that way is exactly what you shouldn't do with any kind of troll anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like once you, cause that means a, you've taken yourself way too seriously and then you've become the joke 
and they've won. That's all. He's not looking to beat up Phoenix Jones. He's looking to make you look like a like a jerk on on anywhere on media, whether it's radio, TV, you know, and he's won, you know, you've let the super villain win Phoenix Jones. What's the matter with you? Yeah. He gave, he, he gave him way more attention. He actually, the Seattle, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seattle weekly, uh, was always kind of critical of Phoenix Jones, but after they had this like conflict, uh, they put Rex Velvet on the cover of Seattle weekly. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I have some videos of, of Rex Velvet I'm going to put up on, on the website. Um, I love that. The other one that I thought was really funny uh, was the shadow hair. So this was a guy, I think it's in oh, Cleveland yeah. or Cincinnati, oh, yeah. somewhere in Ohio. And it, so there's, there's a new story that's done. And, you know, he's the typical skinny kind of nerdy guy walking around. Yeah. They're trying to yeah. do the right thing. Um, but then he, you know, so he makes, you know, he, he makes the news. But then there was a, uh, a guy that came out called the High Noon Tortoise who threatened to jaywalk and loiter every day at noon until shadow hair unmasks himself. And he said, it may not annoy you. You're not even going to notice it at first. Then it will start to annoy you. Um, and then by the end, you will, you will beg for shadow hair to reveal himself, you know, slow and steady wins the race. And I was like, that's brilliant. Like, I love it. Yeah. I'm so glad that you remind me of shadow hair. Cause I had kind of forgotten about him. Uh, yeah. He really was inspired a lot of supervillains because he was exactly the stereotype that people thought of when they thought of uh, a real life superhero. He was kind of a scrawny young guy. He had a little bit of a squeaky voice. Uh, there's a great photo of him patrolling in costume on a Segway scooter. You know, so <laughs> it's like this guy was just a nerdy dude. And so there was several people who um, declared that they were the arch enemy of shadow hair and <laughs> made all sorts of threats. And they were all just joking around. But yeah, the high noon tortoise, there was a guy named Sword Cane. Shadow hair. That's that's great, though. I mean, it's so funny. Yeah, and what yeah. I love about it is it's it's a great if you're if you if you see him and you kind of want to goof on him a little bit, it's in some way uh, it's a very it's a nice teasing that's both kind of making fun of him, but also not being mean because right. you can go the other way and just, you know, call him names or make, you know, make fun of him in a mean way. But this was it was so uh, it was just in, it was a good natured ribbing. You yeah, know, and sure. and it brought more attention to everybody. And I don't know. I love that. That to me is a really fun approach. And it, to me, encapsulates the super villain <laughs> movement. You know, it's just these little annoying. It's like your annoying younger brother, or, you know, or like your older brother is <laughs> picking on you just a little, just enough to annoy you, but not enough to, you know, do any permanent damage. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I loved it. Uh, so I'm I'm glad you remember. I'm going to put videos up so people can see this. Uh, it's just fantastic stuff. So, you know, <laughs> thanks for sticking around for this uh, oh, yeah. for this little segment here. I, I, I never get tired of talking about real life superheroes and real life supervillains. So it's one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> well, not, now it's mine as well.